Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading dreams about dangerous cliffs, evil entities, and drownings. Ooh. We're also reading catnaps that have to do with sexy construction workers, pencils, mm. nail techs, and sharing a nice meal with ghost face. <laughs> I'm also sharing a recent story out of Wisconsin about an alleged stabbing and a dream shadow figure entity. So we're going to dive into that case a little bit. So you're going to want to stay tuned. All right, bestie. Let's go ahead and get this show started. Woo! So what do you want to do? You want to get started? What's should up? we should What's we have up? a podcast or something today? Uh, is that what this is for? I forget. I thought, Why are we? I thought, I thought it was we just, just therapy between friends, but I, I guess people I thought listen. we just like talked and like we felt good, and then I don't know how it got out there. It's, something it's leaked. cheaper than therapy. I know that, and it's, and it's, <laughs> it's good for my soul. And I love. Every goddamn second of it. Every second, darling. <laughs> yes. You want to get started? I do. I have a great dream today from Darlene. So Darlene. And she's from Charlotte. I like the name Darlene. 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 You don't hear it too often, do you? You don't. Mm-mm. Now, this one you'll like because she talks about her first nightmare at the age of five. That's how it starts. Oh, so yes. I knew you'd be interested okay. right yep. from mm-hmm. the jump. I just want to give a trigger warning for everyone out there about child death. If you want to check the show notes, you'll know how far to fast forward before we get past that part of the episode. Okay, here we go. My very first nightmare I can remember was when I was five. I had a friend named Gracie, and in my dream, we were at her house drawing with chalk on her deck. She lived on a cliff, and beneath it, you know, very safe, (laughs) kids, let the kids near the cliff. All right, kids, go outside. Just get them some chalk. Don't come back until the streetlights are on and and enjoy some chalk by the cliff. And I I hope you don't fall off the cliff. Sounds like a typical, you know, time growing up in the 80s. Stay stay away from the cliff. So beneath it, instead of water, it was kind of like the Badlands in Lion King. Just Mm. thickets of thorns stretched out as far as I could see. That's not good. No, but it, it does. Good. I like the Lion King reference makes just, sense at that age. I love the Lion King reference because I can completely see exactly what she's picturing, like completely. <laughs> well, Gracie's mom came out and started yelling at us for drawing on the deck. Did they just say go outside and use some chalk? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, hey, take the chalk, call it. Just don't fall off the cliff. Stop drawing with the chalk. You're like, make up your mind, please. (laughs) No, but Gracie's mom came out and started yelling at us for drawing on the deck. But the weird thing was, this lady wasn't Gracie's mom. Oh no, She was something evil, and I could tell. It was like she was transforming into something dark and ugly right in front of my eyes. Mm. But Gracie couldn't see it. That's scary. That's creepier. It's scary. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Bestie, Bestie, your, your mom... Is evil. You're like, your mom's evil. Trust She's me. She's like, what? She just told us not to draw, draw with chalk. I'm like, no, look. Can't no. you see? As she comes out, as Gracie's mom comes out with like a tray of snacks and high C ecto coolers. <laughs> yes. And Darlene's like, can't you see? She's evil. She's so evil. <laughs> You're like, no, it's just orange slices and some Gatorade. I don't know. <laughs> Seems kind of nice to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, long story short, she finds out that I know she is evil and throws both of us off the cliff. I hit the bottom and open my eyes and see <laughs> Gracie with thorns sticking no. through her. Oh. And then I woke up. That is an awful, but awful dream. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay. There's more to this. Okay. It changes now. This is why I picked this one. It changes now from a dream to real life experience. Okay. So this is no longer a dream. Okay. Fast forward to second grade. So let's remind remind herself she was five when she had this dream about her. A couple years later. A couple years later, fast forward to second grade. I go to school one day and Gracie isn't there. 
Oh, no. My oh, teacher told no. the class oh. that... I know. I know. My teacher told the class that she had drowned while riding her bike beside the <gasps> pool at her house. Oh, my I God. Know. So sad. Oh, God. Gracie's parents fill in the pool, file for divorce, and move away. Oh, God. It's so heartbreaking. Can Why would you pick this and so do this to me, Brooke? Why? <laughs> This is for all the animal dreams you've tortured me with. <laughs> yeah, just give me some some child death. Thank you. I wasn't ready for this this early on a Thursday. You're welcome. <laughs> well, there's more. There's more. There's just a little bit more. You ready? Mm, Fast forward eight years. Mm. My younger brother has now been born. So my church built a walking trail through the backyard of where her house currently still is. My brother is seven and I'm 14. We are walking out and out of nowhere, he points to her house and says, Gracie says, hello. And I said, what? What are you talking about, Cam? And he says, the wet girl. Oh, I have never told him about Gracie. Wow. And that's it. Wow. Like, ah, this is a good one, right? Oh, darling. Good it's and like bad half and dream, everything. half dream Shit. story. Like, yeah, yeah good, good in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. bad in a good, I meant bad in a good way. It's unique. So it is, it is unique. <laughs> I know, I wasn't seeing that coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I mean, it start. It starts with a dream. It starts with like you know, just a childhood having fun dream, and then it just just goes downhill. But at the end, it's kind of like a little pick there. me up. I, where do you start, Brooke? Where are you starting? I felt the same thing. Starting point as you did. Like they're outside, just having fun, playing with chalk. Like pretty childhood memories. Childhood chalk, chalk activity. I mean, that's, right? I got yeah. I gave that to like the kids like every year for Easter for many times. It's like spring. You get outside. You, Use some chalk on the sidewalk. You get the chalk? I you make I the hopscotch. Make some chalk drawings with your kids. Yeah, I think I made some hopscotch. <laughs> I think you did. At some point, maybe. The, the hopscotch that goes down the whole block. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> it's so tiring. But then you have like the twirly twirl in the middle, and it's it just goes beyond regular hopscotch. Fancy. Yeah. No, this That's is what I'm like picturing super, here. super hopscotch. Super hopscotch. But even the Lion King... Like, I feel the same thing, like, about the Lion King. Like, I remember this as a cherished childhood movie. But yes. even that isn't positive in this dream because it picks, like, the scariest part of the movie. The right? most desolate, unforgiving landscape the bad it, it lands. could possibly be. Yeah, it's scary with where, the hyenas and Scar. Uh, oh, Scar. Yeah, that was his name. Scar, yeah, he's he had a evil bad intentions dude. all along. If we're gonna be honest, I still can't watch that scene. I'm not gonna give really? any spoilers, but if you haven't seen The Lion King or <laughs> the remake of The Lion have. King or the Broadway show of The Lion King, <laughs> I shouldn't have to be saying spoiler alert by now. But oh, the Mufasa scene, yes, I can't. Evil, I'm, it's his own brother. Okay. And the fact, yeah, I mean, the, isn't that pretty much anything in me- medieval time history, kings and queens and killing your brother to get the throne? You know, it's like a, a tale is old. Can I time, kill my time. brother? What will, but what would I get out of killing my brother? You would get a Nothing. bunch of uh, action figures cats? and, and some, cats. some extra cats <laughs> <laughs> and a nice DVD collection. I, I don't know. Uh, no, I already have his digital collection. Okay. I don't, it's all <laughs> You're like, that like a thousand it. digital moves. Oh, man. No, I don't need it. That seems like a lot of work. I'll let mm. you live, Brett. Thank you so much. Keep submitting those <laughs> dreams, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next thing I was thinking about was the something evil, you know, the not her mom part yeah. of the dream. This is when I started to wonder, is this just a dream or is there Mm -hmm. some kind of entity communicating through her dream? Mm -hmm. You know us. We are always going to wonder that. (laughs) Yes, we like that. How your brain and my brain works. We're like, and is it like some sort of premonition, like something bad's looming? Not necessarily that it was her mom, so to say, but something bad was looming in the future. Mm. In general, 
like an evil presence, right? So maybe Darlene is a little sensitive. You know, after Mm -hmm. all, she saw that it wasn't Gracie's mom, but Gracie didn't. Mm -hmm. Gracie Mm -hmm. never picked up on that. So that was interesting. And even in the dream, Darlene survives. Gracie doesn't. Mm, I mean, could you... As my best friend, could you imagine, and I'm saying this as you too, like waking up, just like yes. opening my eyes and like looking over and seeing you impaled, skewered with thorns? No, no, thank that you, is... Mindy. I don't want to see you like that. Thank you no. for saying that. I don't want to see you like that either. That's really <laughs> welcome. awful. And I think if you're going to go, that's not the way you're going. I don't see you getting near no, a cliff and, and falling off. Or especially if you off. think it's your mom, especially yeah. if she didn't realize it. She thinks, oh, the next thing, the tough one is the drowning. Yeah, yeah. Now, we don't, I don't think we have to spend too much time on drowning. So the drowning thing, the kind of the toughest, oh, tough part of the dream, yeah. or not her dream, but her dream oh, story oh. now, yes. it has now become real life. And it's like, was that? foreshadowing that you know dying at the foot of the cliff like you said Mm -hmm. like maybe she is sensitive or she can maybe see like that she wouldn't survive but Darlene would I mean it's just you hear about it so often I know we don't want to talk about it too much but like you hear about it every year like pools only takes a second only takes a second there are lots of fun it only takes a second but you know it's did that I mean, how do I'm not even going to get into it. I mean, like, how do parents ever recover from that? Obviously, her yeah. parents divorced, and which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. But did this traumatic event draw in more negative energy to that property? Yeah. If it was even negative to begin with, if it was, if it was just a straight dream and it was just weird, but if there was some kind of entity trying to reach out to Darlene in that dream, is this now this horrible event? kind of living and breathing off of this and drawing in more negativity, which happens a lot around, you know, horrible events and tragedy Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it is awful. It's awful that at seven years old, she had learned this about her friend, her the passing of her friend. And then I wonder at that time, like, did she make that connection immediately to that previous dream? Or was it years later? That's a question I would have for Darlene. Like, was it right away she's like, oh, wow, I had that a dream that she died? Or did it, sometimes it takes a while to remember things like that because you suppress yeah. it. I wonder how, how I agree. at what point it sunk into her. And I wonder if her brother and them walking kind of through the property, if that kind of says something about him too. Maybe he's a little sensitive. Maybe Darlene's a little sensitive. Maybe more energy has been drawn. But mm-hmm. she said he wasn't even born when she was friends yeah. with Gracie. You know, like, that is so this is like... What did she say? Like eight years after Gracie died? Yeah. Like now her brother. So that's eight years plus right. another two years since the original dream. So yeah. maybe it did take and her he a was long still time. Young. He was, she said like she he, he was, was seven young. or eight. So like seven? To, seven? to have that. Yeah. To yeah. have that where. And to have like, no idea who Gracie is. Like right. he had never heard that. She had never told that story. And and, and saying that she was wet. That just, ooh. ooh and hey. the wet girl, he called her the wet girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of the last thing is what her brother saw and heard that day on that property really Gracie. Mm-hmm. Or was it something much worse? Was there always something on that property that mm-hmm. was dangerous and then more negative energy came, but maybe it was Gracie. It could be a positive. We don't know. Did he didn't mention her name. He just said the wet girl, or did he say Gracie? The wet girl. The, okay. He said the so, wet girl. Okay. He, so he must be sensitive to these things as well. So maybe it's, yeah. and, and we often see that with families. Once one person has kind of a yeah. sensitivity to things that other people in the family do. It, sure. it, and if it was Gracie, is it Gracie's just reaching out like, hi? Like, it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was like an evil reaching out it was like a no. hey you know i recognize no. that you're here hey friend and she found a way to communicate you know through him through him but it it is challenging because you always hear the horror stories where you know like demonic entities maybe present themselves as children or something safe mm-hmm. so you feel comfortable and are more drawn into them initially before the bad stuff starts, but I mean, it really kind of started in that dream. And then she, I'm not saying that this is a demonic entity that 
threw her in the pool or anything like that. But maybe there just is some dark energy around that property. Yeah. I'm not sure. It could just be an accident. And you said she was from where? Charlotte. Okay. Carolina. Well, we know Charlotte is like one of those cities that has so much old, history. So old much haunting. So even haunted. evil old presences. Evil. So I'm not going to be something there. Move to that spot. Nope. Nope. Let's leave that house vacant. <laughs> Probably best. <laughs> It is nice that there's like a garden there now. It's like in the back of a church. It's like a lovely place. Yeah. Maybe maybe that will help with the energy or the presence that's there to make it you know, more peaceful. Yeah. More peaceful. Do a. We can only hope. hope. Good luck, Darlene. Thank you for sharing. That was intense. That was wow. intense. Good story. Thanks, Darlene. Yes. Hey, Brooke. It's been a little while since we did a live virtual show. <gasps> a little bit, hasn't it? So in celebration of us hitting a huge milestone in the podcast, 10,000 downloads. Wow. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. Wowie, wowie. We're going to do a fun live show. We're going to invite you guys to come and watch and chat with other besties. It's going to be April 1st, 7 p.m. Central Time, April Fool's Day. And this is not a joke. We're going to do a live show. That's why we're fooling around. That's why we're fooling around, babes. (laughs) Uh, we're going to do a live show, and we have a chat and everything. Our besties can join. We're going to do an Ask Us Anything. So, hey, bestie, if there's anything you want to know about Brooke or I or want to have some dreams to submit or some fun comments to include on the show, you can email us at remolations at gmail.com. Ask us anything. We're going to have a little bit of fun. It'll be a good time. <laughs> Mark your calendars. Take out that pen. Take out take out your little Circle colorful it. marker. We don't care what color it is as long as it's a color. You can't circle, use black circle, or blue. Circle, circle, April 1st. April 1st. Not a joke. Live show. <laughs> not a joke. The not a joke live show. <laughs> the not a joke live show. That we got it. Better. We got the title. We got the title. <laughs> Taglines come full around with us. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect. We need to make shirts. <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun. And we also have some time today for catnaps. You know, yes, I love my do. catnaps. Go ahead, Mindy. Why don't you get us started? All right. Well, I'm going to lighten the mood up here a little bit. And I have a dream from Ella. And Ella is from New York, New York. New York, New York. Thanks, Ella. I'm getting over a breakup and have PS and have PTSD. And I usually dream about my ex or my abuse in that relationship. Finally tonight, I had a good dream. Yay, Ella! I dreamt about a group of guys. I'm not sure if I was friends with them or what, but we seemed close enough. And I think I started kissing one. And then he started stripping. Nice, Ella! Yeah, hello, get it, girl. (laughs) But right before it got good, the scene changed. Scene changed. Oh, no! It's the worst. And suddenly, I was at a construction site with them, and they were trying to learn how to do their jobs, and I found it really interesting, and they were teaching me everything they learned. And then I woke up. Oh, damn, you went from (laughs) stripping to learning construction? (laughs) Hey, at least she seemed happy with both. That's all I've got to say. And let's talk about... She seemed interested in both. I mean, I think if you just let them bleed into one another, like the, the... Hard hat, the construction vest. I mean, that's not a bad thing to strip out of. It could work. It could Just saying. Work. I, I think. Yeah, we I'm seeing it happen. Rework this. We scene. can make this work. Yeah, we can. We we can turn some nuts and bolts and turn this into what we want to see. <laughs> Ella, Ella, can nuts. you uh, hand me that uh, level? <laughs> Level's not. A- that's the sexiest. That's the sexiest thing on construction. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That was awful. Um, hey, Ella, can, can you hold my tape measure? <laughs> I don't think that's better. <laughs> You're getting better. <laughs> now I'm. Ge- now it's getting sexy. You're getting hot? <laughs> do you want to? Yeah, s- it's getting sexy. Do you want to screw? Ooh, high five, virtual high five. <laughs> I like it. See, you just needed some warming up, and then yeah, you yeah, went just off needed... like a firecracker. Right. You, you, you got... <laughs> Do you want to lay some pipe? 
<laughs> you are only getting better and better, Mindy. Just stop. <laughs> I'm getting hiding how talented you are. I um mm-hmm. this could be a two-parter. We're gonna <laughs> release gonna the second break. part of this episode on Friday. <laughs> well, Ella, just keep working those dreams. Have those good dreams about, you know, sexy construction workers and you know, let us know how that goes. Enjoy. And if you're yeah, bored, just, just walk enjoy. by. You're in New York. Walk by a construction site. There will be cat calls. That, I'm that, sure that's you'll a get good a thing. few whistles here or there. Good or bad, I'm sure you'll be noticed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so my first catnap isn't really a dream. I just thought it would be kind of just a quick discussion piece because it's more okay. of like a question that Adam, he's from Hoboken, he has... And we've kind of talked about it, so I just wanted to get your perspective on it because you, more than anyone, I think can relate to this kind of dream. He asks, have you ever had dreams that connect from previous nights? Hmm. Kind of like a TV series. This happened to me last week for two nights in a row, and then it picked up again last night. So now I'm in part three of this dream (laughs) series. This never happened to me before, and honestly, it's kind of a mindfuck but in a cool way. I agree, Adam. I, I think that's yeah. awesome. I, I've always wanted to be able to do that. And like if when you're having a good dream, fall back asleep and just pick back up. But different nights? I mean, I know it happens, but... It would really depend on what the dream is. If I'm getting chased by yeah. a murderous dark shadow man, no. But if it's strippers, I'll, I'll take that <laughs> two nights in a row, three nights, sure, sure. You want to... Your mind's going to push out the bad stuff and be like, bring me more strippers, right? I mean, <laughs> it really depends. Mine like, do- my mind does that anyway. <laughs> I don't know if everyone might. Everyone's mind does that. Right. Hmm. That is interesting. And if we have any besties out there that does have this, let us know so we can uh, let Adam know he's not alone. Yeah. And I'm sure he's not. That's fascinating to me. And I, Adam, if you're listening, please reach out and tell us what this series is about because i would love to know what's happening in part three of your three-part saga as of right now and i want to know a recap of the first two as well (laughs) and who who are the actors yes and maybe we'll have a reunion show at the end (laughs) (laughs) speaking of reunion shows there's plenty of reunion shows that should have not been made Uh, like it seems like no matter what it's always not you're never going to capture that that magic again when there's a reunion show no, no. It makes me sad that there's so little new ideas in the world that we just have to keep doing reboots. But yes. I feel like people reach deep down inside. I feel like there's new ideas within us all. <laughs> we don't need remakes of movies or TV shows or cover songs. I mean, not like remakes right. of cover songs. Like, it, I love that cover isn't the, bands. That is like, a cover ah. song in general. It's a repeat of original songs. It is, but like, <laughs> I don't want someone to take it for their own and yes. redo it. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, I want to know what your, what your series is about. Is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Let us know. I, I feel it's a comedy. Oh, see? I did too. I do. I just have a feeling. All right. The next room I have is from Violetta. They, them. So thank you for putting your pronouns in there. We always are happy yeah, to share Yeah, appreciate that. it. Yes. And um, Violetta is from Lafayette, Indiana. Indiana. Ooh, not too far from you probably, right? I don't know how far Lafayette is. I've been is. there. Actually, that's where um, I was just a few weeks ago. So interesting. That came through. Okay. For whatever reason, I started to break and eat pencils, but never swallow it. <laughs> it's weird that this is the <laughs> next one I had pulled up. <laughs> I started I started putting more and more in my mouth until I could barely breathe. I then called my sister for help, but she couldn't understand me and what I was saying. I was starting to get lightheaded from the lack of oxygen, so I ripped the pencils oh, no. out of my mouth. I couldn't get them all out. And I still felt like I couldn't breathe. Strangely, I, I wasn't that. scared. I kind of felt peaceful to be running low on oxygen. And it didn't hurt, oddly enough. It kind of felt nice having the pencils in my mouth. And then I woke up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is one unlike 
any of those. Violetta. Well, in terms Ooh. of the pencils. Mm-hmm. Oof, yeah. in, term, in terms of the pencils, I understand, Ugh. as I've come to understand that, I know I've shared that, like, drowning, being buried alive, any kind of lack of oxygen mm-hmm. is, like, awful. my worst, worst way to go, I feel. Well, for me. I mean, I'm sure there's no yes, fun way to go. But, like, fire, yeah. All good. I've also come to understand that at some point it does become kind of euphoric. Like yeah. the lack of oxygen at some point just does Yikes. something to your brain that sure. like right before like you pass, it. it's it's an acceptance kind of like a euphoric feeling. It's like just lack of oxygen to the brain. But I've never heard of it through pencils in the mouth. Are they sharpened? <laughs> like that seems like it could like puncture a trachea or something. Well, if she's. Is she suffocating anyway? I don't know. And I don't, I don't even know how they fit. I mean, are we talking like sword they, swallowing like this way? Or are we going like yeah. horizontally down? They are I, just breaking them. For some them. reason, they did say something about breaking them, right? They were not yeah. full whole pencils. Yes. They broke okay. them before. The, but okay. still, oh, the sharp I'm sure heads. That, that's got to get jammed up in there. That's got to cause a jam in I, your throat. I mean, you're you not think? supposed to be eating you're not supposed to be eating pencils. It's not food. <laughs> no, it's, it's erasers. I get they can be delicious, especially the ones that have the smell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> never ate an eraser, but Those I know erasers never work. They, they never worked. The smelly ones. They didn't. They, they the never worked. They over. spread. They spread it all over. But you know, there was that kid in class that ate erasers. That and glue, yeah. There's oh, yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, and glue. I for oh, I know. I'm thinking of someone in particular. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, Violetta, I'm sorry to hear this. Um, I'm glad it ended peacefully for you. I guess. Um, but stay away. Stay away from pens. I would. I would go to pens for a while. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know though. Those could probably choke you pretty good too. (laughs) How about? Let's just say, Violetta. Let's take all writing devices out of the mouth <laughs> yes. and stick to that rule moving forward. <laughs> yeah, just type, maybe type on a on, a, on your computer mm-hmm. what you need to communicate. Or just but like I, if, you, if you're having the urge, like if it's getting close, like you have it in your hand and it's getting see, close to your mouth. See, people are pencil chewers. Shock it. I mean. I am. I am. You are, maybe you are. Chew- I mean, not no, pencil, I'm- pen, pen, like a pen. I'll do a pen. Like a good like a good pen cap chew. Like a good pen cap. Mmm, like a good pen cap chew. <laughs> See? <laughs> so let's let's bring up the mood a little bit again. Not from choking. I've got a moving along, real... moving from choking on pencils. Yeah, let's Yeah, we're moving along please. from that Dixon Ticonderoga number two pencil choking <laughs> story. And we're gonna move on. Kids, to- grab your Ticonderoga. Ty Gondoroga and take your um, Scantron test. Make sure to fill in the circles completely All or they one. will not be scored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Sandra from Winchester. Hmm. I once dreamt a... Th- <laughs> I once dreamt a sloth was doing my nails and kept <laughs> telling me that I should invest in the stock market. And then I woke up. <laughs> you, you know, Really? No, but he has got, you know, really. <laughs> yeah, this is like a 17-hour pedicure. <laughs> and don't they have like three? Don't sloths have they like only three have claws? Three. It's like, yeah. I'm like, let me do your nails instead and get this out of the way. I have 10. You only have six. Would, Let's get going. That'd be the longest nail appointment ever. Right. They're like, what? Would you like today? <laughs> Did you choose a color? <laughs> I'm not but against it. I think I want to know more cute. about what what the sloth's advice is in the stock market. I'd be more <laughs> curious about that than what color. Totally. To totally. Yes. Let us know. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, I'm gonna read another one real quick, if you don't mind. Yes, please. I've got another kind of like one-liner here and this is lauren she's from milwaukee and it's kind of appropriate because the new scream movie just came out oh yeah i was running away from the scary guy in the movie scream and he finally caught up to me 
and just shove my face in a bucket of spaghetti. And then I woke up. <laughs> Ghost face? I already had dinner. A bucket. A bucket of spaghetti. <laughs> Was there meatballs? That's my question. Were there meatballs involved? Uh, Laura, let us know. Were there meatballs in your bucket of spaghetti? Because that might not be so bad. I mean, considering how everyone else ended up in that movie, I feel like just being shoved in a bucket of spaghetti yeah. might not be the worst way. It kind of gives you your your last meal. And we don't know if she died. Maybe she just got I'm assuming. Some I mean, how many times has Ghostface been like, yeah, you can leave? Not many. So not I'm many. sure she probably probably did die in a bucket of spaghetti. Could you imagine that um, one really long spaghetti, like a Lady in the Tramp moment with Ghostface? <laughs> and there's like some. I think you're all safe. Italian music playing in the background. Close, and then he just like he just stabs you, stabs you, and then yeah. your blood becomes the sauce. It's it's I a romantic. Of a great movie. sequel. <laughs> so done romantic. and done. Ghost face finds love, or does it? <laughs> Maybe this needs to be like a Bravo show, like a bra- Bachelorette, like Ghost Face. Each week is a new love interest. Mm, ghost yeah. face needs love. Ghost, ghost like face it. needs love. Mindy thought of it. Good job. <laughs> Ghostface need love too. <laughs> so wait, wait. Who who is it that directed um, the screen movies? Oh, <gasps> Wes Craven. Wait, hashtag. Uh, what does Wes Craven dream? I oh yeah, I would love to know what goes on in I, his mind. You, you know it's gonna be fucked up. You know he did Nightmare on Elm Street, which is about dreaming. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh my oh god, god. Wes. Wouldn't that be Wes, like Wesley, baby? Wessie, Wessie, Wessie. Let us know, baby. Baby, honey, let us know. sugar pie. Let us know. We know it's going to be super well, fucked up, but we want to hear every second of it. Oh, my it. God. Can you imagine um, if he just comes back and he's like, you know, I often dream of, you know, just taking a walk with my dog in a nice field of flowers. You're like, get out of here, Wes. And we'd be like, You've what? you wasted my time. What? <laughs> Out. Ooh. Out. <laughs> no, there's no way... Wes Craven has been considered one of the most influential people in the horror genre for decades. I can't imagine he's dreaming about oh. nice little stroll strolls on the now, beach. Or now I know. Puppies. I know who's I know who's the host of our Ghost Face Needs a Date Ooh, TV series. It? Wes Craven's gonna be the host. Oh my god, he would pick the best person for Ghostface Killer. <laughs> Killa? Killa? Is it Killa? Ghostface? Killa? I don't know. Ghost, Ghostface Killa. Was... Ghostface Killa needs a date. <laughs> it's like the dating game. There's like a screen in between and there's three lovely ladies or maybe gentlemen. We don't know. Ghostface asks, okay, contestant number two, if you were going to be murdered by me, what weapon would you prefer? That's when contestant number two says, I quit. I'm getting off the show. <laughs> well, ghosty face, babe. Um, I would go with um I'd go with a strangulation. I think, you know, it's more intimate. I think um, you know, we could really get close at that moment, your face against mine as I see you just wrapping Ooh, your arms gently around my neck sexy. until I get yeah. And he's like, ding ding ding, I'm taking yes. contestant number two. No, because contestant number three is like, I would just think a perfect night would be if you could just like chase me for a little bit and then shove my face in a bucket of spaghetti. Yes. Hot. (laughs) We're in a real competition here. Now we know Lauren is the true match. Done and done. (laughs) Done and done. And Mr. Wes Craven, Mr. Craven, please let us know what you drink. Sir. Sir, God, Lisa, please let us know because the horror world admires you. And I know you already know that. Yeah. All right. I've got one here from Dustin and Dustin's from Charlestown, Massachusetts. Dusty. Dusty. He probably hates that. That's probably why he wrote his name out in Dustin because he probably hates the nickname Dusty. He probably loves if we say it. No, he loves he, he he likes it. All right, hi. I just woke up. From he likes a, it. Hi, I just woke up from a dream nightmare about two minutes ago. Well, this is fresh, fresh oh, off the press. Fresh. 
I literally <laughs> jumped awake and started slapping my body because it felt so real. And it's rare that I do that. It's, it's rare what that you slap your own your body. body. It doesn't happen like, often. What happened in the dream that you wake up and you're just like, ah! Okay, well, here you go. I'm going to tell you. Okay, Dustin. It started and I was at home talking to my mom. We had a brief conversation. I don't remember about what, but then I walked into the kitchen. Everything seemed fine and normal. Normal type of day. Then I walked out of the kitchen and went back to talk to my mom. But now my brother was there, and he was talking to her about mice. Mm-hmm. He was incredulous and was saying how the kitchen had a bunch of mice and some sort of creature in there. My mother and I were obviously concerned, but I told him I had just come from the kitchen and everything was fine. He insisted that all three of us went to the kitchen to see what all the fuss was about. So now we were all in the kitchen. I was in the middle of saying, see, we're fine. There's no mice. That's when I felt something small and hairy zoom across my foot. No thanks, Tom Hanks. (laughs) At that same time, my mom and I both screamed and she looked down at my foot and my brother screamed too. There were mice everywhere. Hmm. I know you're mm-hmm. skeeved out mm-hmm. by this. You are not. Mice is not one of your jams. Mice and no. spiders. Not, not, not no. cool for you, not man. Cool. We were all slapping the mice off our bodies because there were more and more of them out of nowhere. And they were trying to crawl all over us. I was screaming so loudly because I was terrified of one of them biting us. They never did bite. I guess that's the silver lining. <laughs> Very positive attitude yeah, going yeah, at into least this. They never, Thank you very much. They could have rabies, but they didn't actually bite us. It's fine. But they didn't bite. They just wanted to be all over us. The dream ended with my mom yelling at me and my brother to stop screaming, even though she was screaming too. LOL. And then I woke up. I Stop screaming! I'm not screaming! You're screaming! I woke up slapping my body. I'm not sure what it could mean. I know what it could mean. You're slapping off the fucking mice. (laughs) Yep. 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 Dustin didn't like that. But thank you for sharing. Mm, Mindy's visually uncomfortable right now. (laughs) I do not like it at all. Mice aren't like my fear animal. Like, yeah, I'm sure if I were around like a bunch of mice and rats and like they were covering me, I probably wouldn't be thrilled. But snakes and spiders, I would just curl up in a ball and die. Why couldn't it be puppies? (laughs) Why why couldn't it just be puppies crawling all over you and licking your face and giving you little puppy kisses? I would like love it. That's a better dream. I want puppy kisses and kitten kisses Mm -hmm. and otter kisses and seal kisses. (laughs) I don't want snakes and spiders on me. I would just probably, like I said, curl up in a ball and just die of fear. This whole idea of like your dream manifesting in physical things that you're acting out reminds me, and I'm going to throw in an extra little catnap this week. This is a dream I had, and I didn't even write it down. It's kind of short. But I do remember I was running from my ex, and I was in a Mm -hmm. casino hotel, like in Vegas somewhere. There was some interesting. (laughs) Sounds fun and terrible at the same time. <laughs> yeah, there's a mob ax- aspect. We were on some sort of ride. Either way, I couldn't get away. And I had to oh, keep like running down all these stairs. I'm running outside. And I woke up Oh no! To, the, to my heart beating like out of my chest. I was terrified. And my heart rate, I wish I hadn't slept in my like smartwatch because my heart rate was probably like a thousand beats a second. The the terrified, scared, oh my God. racing heart was what woke me up. It was ew, it was weird. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. That's good though that your body wakes yourself up from yeah, that weird, trauma though. because Mm-mm. if your heart rate had gone up even more, your blood pressure could go up. Like yeah, who knows? Know. Like dreams can be so vivid and so real. Like they could affect Physically. your actual health. And yeah, that's just proof right there. Physically scared the shit out of me, but. It was like, and I looked at the clock, I'm it was sorry, like 1.36 in the morning, and I was like, okay, that's just a dream. I'm not in a hotel. 
I am not being chased. You're like, let me look around. Okay. I am okay. Good. I, my husband's I can next still to me. I get about good. three hours of sleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I did. And so I went back to sleep and all was good and didn't have any more crazy dreams. But yeah, I get it. I get it, Dusty. Dusty Dustin. Dusty Dustin. That's what you'll be named from now on. But before we move on, Brooke, you know, that was a lot of good cat naps. But I did want to mention something, a little bit of pod news here. Ooh. Something that someone commented on one of our YouTube videos. Um, if you don't know, we are on YouTube. Our Each of our episodes get put on YouTube. And we did have a comment from a listener that I wanted to share it with you. <laughs> Let's hear it. So the comment was on the episode we talked about Klein-Levin syndrome, the sleep disorder that's also known as sleeping beauty yes. syndrome. So this oh, yes. YouTube user commented on that, that his daughter actually has this this disease. So let me just read it to you because oh, I think wow. it's really interesting. Yeah, I would love to. This disabling, life-robbing, horrible disease, KLS, does indeed exist. My daughter has it and she's mm-hmm. lost many years of her life from it. Oh, God. All of her dreams and passions and goals in life diminish because of this prison disease, because her sleeping is a disability and robs her of life. Her sleep episodes last many months with very short breaks, and then it happens again. It's a never-ending cycle. This is a type of deep sleeping you wouldn't understand or comprehend how horrible or how torturous it is unless you experience yourself. When she does have some wakefulness, she is beyond lethargic slash zombie sloth-like. And when she thinks she's awake, Uh she thinks she's fully awake. But really, she's only a two or three or four, if it's lucky, out of ten awake. Oh, no. Um, He says, I wish you guys could spend some more time talking about this topic and go into depth more. The term sleeping beauty syndrome doesn't do the disease justice because when you see sleeping beauty from Walt Disney, you cannot see the torture on her face from this illness. It looks peaceful while she's oh asleep. Oh, my God. This I think is you, heartbreaking. Yes. Absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. I think you should add into your title Sleeping Beauty Syndrome because that's how regular folks would understand the name more. And that was from someone who commented on our video who found it because it was listed as a sleeping disorder. So, wow. Thank you thank for Thank you for giving us more information and, yeah, being so personal enough to share your story with us and it's absolutely heartbreaking and i hope someday you do get some wonderful memories with your daughter yeah yeah and, and and you know it is a comedy podcast and but we do take some of these topics we try to take them seriously and we understand there are people out there who are suffering from them i mean not just this one but many other sleep disorders that we've talked about so you know thank you right. um let us know we love to be educated in this so if there is things that you want to share with us in your personal experience please reach out we'd love to share your story even more yes wow thank you so much for sharing that we appreciate you being so open to us we appreciate your support and there are so many ways you can support our show you can just go to revelations.com slash support join our sleepover squad you're going to want to watch that live episode you guys I'm telling you right now and many, many other perks and bonuses. So please, please support the show any way you can. Again, remolations.com slash support. Okay, Brooke, I've got this recent story I want to share with you. And by recent, I mean okay. something that was that just happened last month. Oh, very recent. Yeah. And so I, I'm always looking on, um, I have my Google Alert set up to find out any dream stories, um, anything about dreams going on. And this came across my inbox and then I had I completely went down a rabbit hole and wanted to find everything out about this oh, um, case. Oh, boy. We okay. all know how that works. Yes. So let me set the scene for you a little bit. This happened allegedly on February 18th at 8 a.m. in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And if you're not familiar with Oshkosh, it's about an hour southwest of Green Bay. Have you ever been to Oshkosh? I've driven through Oshkosh because I went to Door County, yeah, which yeah. is kind of like a bedroom community place, and I drove through it to get there, but never okay. stopped. So on the morning of February 18th, Officer Bennett received a dispatch call to a local residence for a disturbance at a local residence. According to court documents, a sister freaked out and boyfriend is bleeding, possibly stabbed in the arms. So that's very vague. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so this, I'm going to put our links in the show notes. Most of this was from longcrime.com, but I also have the court documents, which I find okay. so interesting to read through the, the official court documents. Oh, yeah. So on February 21st in Winnebago County, criminal complaint, um, the state of Wisconsin versus Morgan Lund was filed for the attempted cause of death of a victim with intent to kill that person. It is a Class B felony with conviction, maybe sentenced up to 60 years. But this is still in courts, so we're going to kind of tread lightly on alleged here. I would hope that at least yeah. 60 years uh, for an alleged crime, like if this person is convicted, I feel like since it is attempted a murder, murder charge, yeah. attempted murder charge, again, like you said, alleged, I feel like 60 years is... N- yeah. Pretty generous. Right. And okay. we don't have the name of the victim. It was not listed in the court documents. So we're just going to refer to this male as victim. Okay. So on that morning of February 18th, as Officer Bennett approached the home, there was a gentleman running out of the house. He entered the, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm assuming that this was the person who had made the call to 911. But there was, upon entering the residence, there was a blonde female in an oversized UCLA sweater that he had noticed at the top of the stairs. Her appearance appeared um, to be covered in blood on her legs, her feet, her forearms, and her hands. Um, And she was applying pressure to a shirtless male on his upper chest area. So this is what um, Officer Bennett saw as he he came into the home. At this time, the victim (laughs) had yelled, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why am I asleep, bro? And she responded, I thought I saw something. And the victim responded, no. Okay, so just take this all in. You know, the officer is just getting here, taking it all in of what's happening. Okay. The, fe- the female, the, the accused was crying Doing at this time. CPR. Trying to stop the bleeding. And the officer had noticed the victim had been injured all over. So he said, quote, my back, my chest, everywhere. So in this affidavit, It also says that um, Morgan had told the officers, quote, something is wrong with my head when they arrived on the scene. So imagine the scene. There was bloody. He was on the couch. There was blood everywhere. Lots of injuries. He was conscious. He was aware he had been stabbed. There was also a child in the home at this time in a playpen. This is a terrible situation. This is an awful situation. So the accused had stated to the police in this document that for roughly the last six months to a year, she has been seeing a figure in her dreams as she's been sleeping that was dark in color and clearly not a person. And so oh, the, the police bring her down the station and they question her more. And here's the story that she told. Morgan said she woke up at 6.30 a.m. because she couldn't sleep. There was a mm-hmm. child between the accused and the victim. So she took the baby out of the room that she was sleeping in and put the baby in a playpen in the living room where the victim was sleeping on the couch. And then she alleged she went back to sleep. She has no memory of waking up the second time, but she does have a muddled memory of something that might have been a dream or her imagination. Mm. But she said she thought she heard the victim yelling at their daughter. And she remembers going into the living room area and seeing a dark, scary figure on top of the victim attacking him. So this shadow, shadow man, as we know and we talk about. Was kind of attacking in, her partner. Yes. Okay. She saw this. So okay. she saw, this is what she is telling the police as she got down the station that she woke up, she saw a dark figure. It seems like she's groggy. Know, she thought it, you know the police are not going to believe any second of this. Yeah, I mean, right? you and I both know better that there are supernatural forces in this world. And I don't know how this story ends. So mm-hmm. it may very well not be supernatural. It may very well be just a crime at hand, but we do know that police aren't going to believe her where you're no, like, no. a spirit did it, a demon did it. Yeah, like you, exactly. They're not going to believe you. And we've talked about the idea of a dark shadow man, the man with the hat, the you know, the guy we've, mm-hmm. many people have had dreams about or seen in I don't like want to a- talk about it because I've told you ever since our podcast festival that I- yeah. I feel like I've seen him a few times. Oh my! Yeah, so it's it's a thing. It's a thing. But you know that's that's what Morgan's saying is 
is what is had happened. So she saw this dark figure attacking her partner. So she grabbed a nearby scissors and began trying to kill, quote, trying to kill the dark ominous figure that was attacking the victim. At this point, victim started screaming and fighting her back. And she realized the figure was not there. And she was, in fact, the one injuring the victim. She put down the scissors at this time and tried to render first aid. So oh, that God, what a is horrible feeling. Like, kind of the scene. there's one thing whether you kind of want to kill someone and it's like something snaps, but it doesn't seem like she wanted to kill him. It was just part of a dream. Yeah. Oh so, my God. To, to add a little bit to this, the victim did uh, talk to the authorities about their relationship. He said the couple had been together for three years, they had a child together. They recently ended relations about a month or two prior. And so the victim had been sleeping on the couch in the living room to give the bedroom to the accused. He said nothing happened the night before and wasn't sure what had happened when he woke up to her stabbing him. Ultimately, he was able to fight back and pin her down to get the scissors away from her, which is which sounds like there is some difference between her story. She said she had claimed that she had woken up during, you know, realized there was no shadow figure and stopped herself, whereas his... Mm-hmm. His, he noted in this document that he was the one who got control of the situation and pinned her down and took away. He had to pin scissors. her down. Yeah. Hmm. Now, and now this was a little bit of funny in the in the document. It did say victim did not give his permission for Morgan to stab him, and he was in a lot of pain. I'm like, <laughs> who, who gives permission um, to stab? Please, be like, I only said you could stab me once. I not didn't say twelve times. times. <laughs> One time I give my permission for stabbing. And maybe that has to be done for legal reasons. I'm guessing it has to be in this like document legally to say like he did not give the permission to stab. But I think that should be a given. I don't know how law works. I'm not a lawyer. I'm letting you know right now on the air that I do not give permission for you to stab me anywhere at any time. But what if there are mice crawling all over your body? Can I try to stab you then? You can try to stab the mice. But not me. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. not the problem in they're, this situation. They're moving very quickly, so I just I'm gonna try then my best. Try, then I would then I would appreciate it if you tried to do nothing because okay. I would rather take my chances with the mice than you randomly trying to stab yeah. mice on. It's kind of like a a whack a mole, right? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna end up well either way. But I would rather not be stabbed. So I'd say just say, hey Brooke, you can do it. And give me, give me confidence to fight the mice. Yeah, I'll just stand on the sideline. Yeah, see if you can sweep them away with a broom. (laughs) That's way. Yeah, that's probably better. Overall, he does believe the victim does believe that she was trying to kill him. Um, He did go get medical attention, of course. Mm -hmm. In total, and this is where we don't we don't know you know intention here. This again is just a developing story. In total, there were nineteen stab wounds. (gasps) <gasps> yeah. That's a lot. Yep. To his back, his right shoulder, his chest, his side, his face, and both hands. He was treated with stitches and staples for his wounds. Ooh. And also in this document, uh, the victim does allege that Morgan was very abusive in their relationship and had hit him on several occasions. And he reported that they had while they were together, had constantly fought and argued, and he would end a lot of the really arguments when she did get in such a state where they were arguing. Again, this is all a legend. This is this- very interesting, too, because it's kind of like reverse of what we're told. You know, usually mm-hmm. like domestic abuse, you hear it's like the guy against the woman. Yes. But here it clearly seems like it's against this man. Yeah. And he's just kind of been putting up with it and like, okay, I guess you yeah. stabbed me 19 times. I'm done. Like, yeah. yes, sir. Time to move you out. You should be and time to be done. I do get because I don't want a victim shame here. Because it is hard to leave an re- abusive relationship. But of if course, you are in a course. to break up and to live in the same home, and I know it's hard, especially when they had a child, it oh, is hard to leave so that residence. Yeah. But it is very important for anyone who is in an abusive relationship. And then this is my personal experience to leave the home. There is resources that you can we can utilize to help out and help you get into a safe space. Yes. 
Yikes. Overall, I mean, again, this is just a developing story. So on March 6th, the accused Morgan did give her plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. The court did request a psychological evaluation um, was ordered. At this point, it's still an open case. I'm going to kind of keep an eye on this going forward. We'll kind of fill you in. The next hearing is scheduled for April 13th. So we will kind of keep on top of this. It's like one of those new stories. Oh, that's not too far. We just want to bring attention to it because we've heard this before. The idea of something in your dreams you might have saw some you believe that, that was actually there so i think it's interesting and if you want wow i can't i can't wait to hear about more and if you want to weigh in on this we're going to talk about this in our facebook group you can head to facebook and search for revelations besties that's our facebook group a lot of cool people in there but we're going to post that in there and see what what you guys think of this case so far absolutely i'm fascinated i can't wait to hear more i'm not even going to look into it i just want to wait to hear updates And then just for everyone, I just want to share the domestic violence hotline. If you are in a relationship that is violent, you can contact 1-800-799-7233 or text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 88788. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. Good, good. Moving along. So how was your week? My week was fine. Um, nothing um, spectacular, nothing horrible. So I'll take it, right? Yeah. You know, just an even-keeled kind of week. I've got some odds and ends to attend to. But other than that, pretty good. Works good. Pretty Did you, have to, you didn't have to sing karaoke again yet? <laughs> no, I didn't have to. But I am in the process of being a bridesmaid again. So I'm like... Oh. Getting ready to order my dress, and the, I'm booking what? like the hotel room at the at the location where there's a block of rooms. So. What number is this for you? No, oh, I don't know. Maybe what you ask. I think yeah. it, I think we might be up to. I think we might be up to fourteen. Fourteen. This yes. is fourteen. Lucky number fourteen. Good. Good. Okay. Well, lucky number. That's baker's fun. dozen plus one. <laughs> <laughs> that's too many times to be a bridesmaid. It is. It's I have. So I booked the room. So good to go. Now I just have to order the dress. And what color is she going the festivities with? Begin. Well, you know, I can't complain. It's pink. <laughs> it's blushing. <laughs> the color it. is blushing yeah. pink. So, you oh. know, I can't be mad with that. No, no, no. <laughs> this might be your favorite. Love it. It might be. I don't know. How has your week been? Oh, good. We've kind of finally adjusted from daylight savings time, so that helps. That sucks, so yeah, it's yeah, a tough it transition. Hard. One hour is hard. tougher than you'd ever imagine. Oh. And so the oldest is home for spring break. And so... Um, <gasps> yay! I know, it's nice having her home, get all the hugs. I did like text her, I'm like, let's go get coffee. Her birthday's next week, so I told her, let's go get coffee and I'm going to give you your birthday gift. So she's Aww. in college. She's she just turned 20, or she's turning 20. And so we decided oh to get God. her her passport for her birthday present. So I... Oh, that's a nice gift. You know what? It's like I want her to see the world. I want her to explore. I don't want her... You know what I mean? Like, I want her to get out I and experience culture and life. So we decided a, a passport application. Because they're not cheap anymore. They're like... I was just going to say, what are they, 160? That was like going to be my plus shipping and shit. Yeah. Because I have to, I have to get a new one next year. So I'm like, oh, not cheap. Start thinking about it. It's one of those things that you know, unless you need it, you wouldn't do it. I'm sure she has the most adorable little picture on her passport. (laughs) My passport picture is a nightmare from hell. So when I do need to renew it next year, I don't think I'll be that upset about paying the one right, sixty. Right, maybe it's not one sixty. New photo. Do. I can't remember what the renewal price. I've yeah. only had to do it once ever renew it. Right, but like this is ten years. Hopefully, I can get a better picture out of this one. <laughs> Yours couldn't no, take a no, bad she's... picture if she tried. <laughs> so I'm, uh, so I'm like, we'll get your, you know, birth certificate. We'll get all the information we need we'll fill out together i said we'll go get your passport picture taken at walgreens or wherever yeah so that's what we did but it was funny because here's the story i I was gonna say uh so we met at starbucks and so i have like the starbucks app and i will put like 25 dollars on a gift card and then just use it the same app so i can get my whatever points your rewards points yeah gotta get those free starbucks drinks while you can and so beating the system mindy beating the system (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm look. I pull out my app and I was like, you know, I swear I had money on here. And I was like, well, that's weird because I just filled up not that long ago. I was like, that's that's really weird. So I was like, okay. And I look at my transactions. I was like, did I really use that $25 already? I don't remember going. Sure enough, <laughs> someone hacked my account and stole my money out of my Starbucks account. Shut up. Yeah. There wasn't that much in it, but I was like, so but I. But still, that's so scary. Yes. And so I look at it because you can see all your transactions. So I like pull up all the transactions and I was like, that's Plains. No. And that's a Chicago suburb, but it's not somewhere I frequent. It's kind of over by Go, um, O'Hare right. Airport. And so I'm looking yeah. I'm like, what, was I in Des Plaines? And I look at the date. I'm like, February 28th. So. Okay. Hmm. I don't think I was there. I don't Mm-mm. don't recall being in Des Plaines. And I look at it, it's a Tuesday. And it has the time of like 6.30 a.m. I'm like, I know for a damn right. fact I was not in Des Plaines <laughs> at 6.30 on a Tuesday because I was driving my kids to school. I was in the car driving my kids to school. Oh, my God. So what did you have to do? Well, so I saw it had a 20 cent, like, at first the first transaction was 20 cents. So it was, like, obviously, like, a test to see that there, it worked. Test? Um, then but the second, how, what can you even do for 20 cents? Like, how do you even See, that's the weird thing. It looked like it was cents. internal because it said, like, in-store purchase, which I'm like, it, so that mm, seemed like there was, like. Nothing cost 20 cents in that store. No. So I'm like, how did that even happen? And then the second one right. was for like $6 and something. It was like a matcha tea. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you what it was because I'm like, there's no way I would okay. order this. You're like, I don't even know what it is. So I wouldn't order it. No. Yes. It was, it was for a matcha mm. tea latte. And I'm like, I don't drink coffee. There's only one thing I get at Starbucks and that's usually like a pink drink. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> also um, red, course, red flag. That was not mine. I have never ordered a matcha tea. <laughs> and so... I don't like eating or coffee in my entire life. Mm -hmm. If it's not pink, I did not order it. I did not order it. (laughs) And I'm like, normally I'll know what my kids, I'm like, no, it wasn't my kids. Like I know they completely wiped out all my money on my Starbucks gift card because it, you know, you can put a gift card on your account and then it'll just keep replenishing it. So I was like, right. Interesting. So then I was on customer Mm. service with Starbucks today and they were very nice. And they're like, you know, first thing you do is change your password and then they, Close that gift card and they open a new one, transfer my funds. Re- they refunded me that $7 or whatever oh, someone stole. Good. So they took care of it, How which much I appreciated. Was it seven, $7? Like $7. Yeah, but still, I'm like, it's the principal, right? Still, I mean, it's scary $7. that someone can get into yeah. your life that way. And I'm like, it's like, like it. how, how my password, like how. I, I, overall, I just thought it was weird. Like, it seems like an inside job to me if I'm going to put my criminal hat on. Because, like, what can you actually buy for 20 cents? I don't know. Nothing. 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 So. Like, what would they even ring that up for? Exactly. Like, how, I mean, to run it, like, how would you be like, what can we do for 20 cents? Yeah. Like, even if it was $5, you'd be like, okay, that makes more sense than 20 Uh cents. Yeah. Total red flag. So, Mm. yeah. So, that was my interesting (laughs) week. Wish I could say I had a good story, but I can't top that. <laughs> but Yikes, yeah, that's Mindy. Yeah, crazy, huh? Change your passwords. Don't send them all hey. the same people. Don't send them to password one two three four. It seems so easy to do that, but oh, I'm really good with my accounts, like at different stores, because I never like if I go to Cole, like my Cole's account doesn't have the same password as my Starbucks account, which doesn't have the same. Like I, those are all good, different, really. But I I have an IT background, so I'm I know not to use the same password. So, but they still got it, so I don't know how. Well, we all know we're not supposed to, but that doesn't mean we do. <laughs> now all my information's on the dark web. So moral of that story is: check your Starbucks account. Make sure no one's buying green matcha tea lattes on your dime. That's mm-hmm. all. Ch- Check your account. And check all your accounts, really, because a lot of people just think, like, especially if you have auto withdrawal, and I'm guilty Mm -hmm. of this, too, you just think everything's running smoothly, and then you realize you got to check that shit. Sometimes there's withdrawals that aren't yours. This is your yearly reminder from Mindy and Brooke. Check your shit. Yes. Check your shit. It It is the day. It is the check your shit day. (laughs) Check your shit day. All right, Bessie, that wraps up another episode. But before we go, 
We need you to do us a little favor, favor, favor. And that's to tell your best friend about the podcast. Yes, that's how we grow. So tell your childhood best friend that you liked drawing on sidewalk chalk with. Make sure to tell your favorite construction worker. And even better, if he's stripping, tell him then. Keep the pants on for one second. I got to tell you about this podcast. But then let him continue the strip tease. Yeah, one second only. One second. We, we'll give it to you. <laughs> or you can tell your favorite nail tech about the podcast. You know, it's really slow, though, because it's going to take a while. So you can tell the, tell that sloth nail tech multiple times in that three-hour visit. Mm, that three-hour one-handed <laughs> manicure. One hand. <laughs> one hand. <laughs> tell them about the podcast. Just tell anyone. We would appreciate it. That's how we're growing. That's how we're almost yeah. at 10,000 downloads, bestie, and that's... Pretty amazing. Thank you so much for your support. We love you all. And thank you, Darlene, for your dream. It was intense. It was very powerful. We appreciate you sharing something so personal. And we had some great catnaps today. Funny, serious, everything in between. So thank you guys for sharing. We really appreciate it. All right, Bestie. That wraps up another show. So put on your jammies. And until next week. Sweet dreams, bitches!